This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Hour number two here on Gwyn and Chris, Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, Matt Scraby. You just... Finished listening to our really an hour-long coverage of Xander Bogart's introduction to the city of San Diego. It went, uh, shall we say, very well. Uh, represented himself well, and uh, I think uh, he's going to do that on the field as well. We got to hear from owner Peter Seidler. We got to hear from president of baseball operations, A.J. Preller. We got to hear from the man himself, Xander Bogart. And uh, listen, $1.6 billion, nearly $1.6 billion was spent from Monday to Wednesday uh, here in San Diego. And uh, this is the first introduction of that shiny new toy. Uh, one, <laughs> I was An article from Alden Gonzalez uh, that we had on, uh, what was that, Tuesday, he came on the show from ESPN. He said it, it should have been part of the branding the winter meetings presented by holy you know what because that was really the sentiment from scouts gms some players some managers about the money that was spent and i remind everybody this is uh coming off this is the first year of that new collective bargaining agreement and uh you know teams can have have can plan a little bit further they can see how the landscape is going to be further out knowing this collective bargaining agreement is in place for quite some time. And I think what we saw was uh, some teams that had their, their pocketbooks open. Yeah, Dodgers didn't. And that was <laughs> no, kind of a no, nice thing, too. I think that was a bonus to all of they this. They set out. Dodgers sat by the uh, the side and uh, watched the Padres close the gap, maybe even pass them. You know, Scraby and I talked about this yesterday, Tony, um, a little bit. And I, I actually wanted to get your thoughts on this. As it stands right now on December 9th, who on paper is actually better, the Padres or the Dodgers? You know, we. I you think and I, I answered this yesterday. It. Yeah, we well, about you kind of talked. Yeah, we did. But it, it just seems like, you know, last year there was a huge gap and nobody would argue it. But now with Bogarts adding to the Padres, Trey Turner departing the Dodgers, among along with some of their pitching, you know, maybe. The, I don't even know that you can say the gap is closed. The Padres might be running alongside of them now. I think that we're we're jaded a little bit, right? Because we are, yeah, the re- that's because a good point. Of, because of how the regular season looked. But I recall going back to last season or last off season that 
the gap wasn't necessarily large. You just were you gave the respect that was due because the Dodgers had did it before. But on paper, you felt like it was pretty close, right? And then the ha- games happened during the regular season, and it really warped your opinion on yeah, how close true. they were. Until, of course, the postseason came around. Yeah, in the postseason, the Padres did run alongside them and pass them. Yeah, but, and, and, but to your point, though, right now, I I, I, I don't think there is. I, I it, it it probably feels, and I don't know if Dodger fans would admit this, but it probably feels a lot like it did for Padre fans during the regular season last year in terms of the gap that you would see between the two teams. Yeah. Well, it's certainly not what it once was. No. Let's be you know, whether you whether you still want to favor the Dodgers in the NL West or you want to favor the Padres, the 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 most interesting thing to me is that there's now at least a question. I mean, that's how on pay and it's all on paper because you know they're going to. Well, that's all playing, we have to go off of right, right now. They're not going to start playing games for another three months. But again, I don't think it's close. I, I, I think mean, the Padres have the clear you think cut. The Padres have passed them. Have the clear cut I mean, better roster on paper. Not only have added Xander Bogarts, but now. As of April 20th, they've added Fernando Tatis Jr. They've had two superstar players. This is something that David Schoenfeld wrote for ESPN. Scraby brought this up to me the other day. And I'm not a big fan of the war statistic, you know, that one they use in baseball to determine how good everybody is. But David Schoenfeld pointed out that Manny Machado's career best war is 7.5. Juan Soto's is 7.1. Fernando's best ever is 6.6. Bogart's best ever was 6.3. Now, the reason I bring that up is because if all four of those guys play up to that kind of a level, all right, next year, they would all finish with wars over six. Why is that interesting? Because only one team in the history of Major League Baseball, in the history of the sport, has ever had four players with a war of better than six. And that team was the 27 Yankees. That's it. Now, that doesn't mean that all four of these guys for the Padres are going to reach those lofty goals next year. But it gives you an idea of just how much talent this team might have. Oh, yeah, they got a ton. I mean, are you kidding me? You're putting you're going to put us in the same breath as the 27 Yankees. We better go out there and win 110 games and win the World Series. But... It's, uh, you know, it certainly it, it grabs your attention. Yeah, it does. You know, ultimately the, the game's played on the field. So, you yes. know, 27, 27 Yankees, they played it on the field. And, they did it. And that's why we're talking about them. And at right. the end of, what, 2023, if we're having the same conversation, then, yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be well worth it. And so uh, I'm just I, – I, you obviously can't wait to get to spring training and, and start to see – the pieces and and but there's still some work to be done. I think with this oh, roster, yes. right? I think um, the the things that stand out the most about uh, the teams that got the farthest was the depth that they have. It's particularly like if if you have depth, not only pitching wise but off offensively, because you needed to get through 162. You know, because we saw last year the Padres get stretched pretty thin, especially when you know, you had uh, Manny who had was dealing with the ankle, although he played through it. Um, it would have been nice to have some depth, uh, a little bit more depth there. So I, I'm positive that that's where the Padres are going to look now in terms of offensively. 
There's still some arms that maybe need to to be um, talked about in terms of depth in that spot. But right now, as we sit on December 9th, you got to feel pretty good about where this ball club sits at roster wise. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. Do. I mean, it, it, they got all their done work done before the new year. It's well, shouldn't say all of it. They got a lot of it done yeah. before the new year. Well, if you go by position by position, uh, which is always kind of a fun thing to do, and again, doesn't mean anything until you go out and play games. But Dodgers versus Padres now. I mean, Freddie Freeman versus Jake Cronenworth uh, at first base, second base. Who do the Dodgers going to play at second base? Chris Taylor? I, I, they might play Mookie Betts there at second base. Yeah, well, if that would change it then. But Mookie Betts versus Hassan Kim. I'm going to say Chris Taylor. Shortstop. Xander Bogarts against Gavin Lux, third base. I guess I don't know if Justin Turner comes back or not. Yeah, I, said, I saw a report today. There are three teams in on the mix with him right yeah, now. Yeah, so. Dodgers kind of have an empty spot there. Manny Machado uh, versus him uh, in left field. Uh, at least, uh, you know, once the uh, suspension is over, you got Fernando going for the Padres there. And in left field, Dodgers left field has been kind of a tough spot. Trace Thompson was there a lot last year. Center field. Dodgers no have another opening. Vacancy. Right, Bellinger's gone, and the Padres have Trent Grisham, and then right field you got Betts and Soto. All right, you want to give an edge to Betts, fine, but it's not not a big edge. I mean, uh, maybe behind the plate, Will Smith gets a nod over over uh, Austin Nola. Starting rotation, Darvish. <laughs> I mean, the Padres. It's just incredible what they keep throwing out there: Musgrove yeah. and Snell, Dodgers. Kershaw, Walker Bueller's not going to be pitching next year. Not until at least midway point, right? right? So uh, we'll see what the Dodgers wind up doing with that rotation. I mean, they're going to rely on the likes of Gonsolin again. We'll see. Uh, Closing situation. Dodgers don't have a closer. Last I checked, Padres have Josh Hader and some pretty good pieces around that. I mean, it's, it's really a gap. Well, and that's, I don't think that's coming from an unfair San Diego perspective. I think that's coming from just an honest perspective here. They're, they're, uh, the Dodgers roster haven't, isn't whole, right? No, they're, it's they're, not they're, done yet. They're still missing pieces. But, again, a lot of the things we talked about at the end of last season was is just having everybody back for the most part. Now, that's going to be minus Josh Bell. At, to this point, Brandon Drury. To this point, Jerickson Profar. Uh, but... You've also added Xander Bogarts. You've been able to re-sign Nick Martinez. You've been able to re-sign uh, Robert Suarez. And so, you know, it, the pieces are being put together at a pretty steady pace here. And as I said, the Padres on December 9th are, I would say, a lot farther along than um, a lot of other teams right now in terms of getting what they want. We're happy. Yeah. We're very Not to be happy about. Scraby, are you happy with how things have developed in this offseason? Because you're never happy. If they've pleased you, then... That's a, that's a true statement. That's I, a big deal. I have never been more positive about Padre baseball than right oh now. God. Why, why did you have that reaction? You asked me the question. <laughs> oh, God. I know. He asked me the question, and then he hated my answer. Yes, I do. I always hate your answer. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel really good for a lot of the lifelong Padres fans because I get a lot of messages about how people are very excited already for uh, spring training to start. There should, every, listen, everybody should be excited. Like, this is this is uh, what it's about. Now, obviously, you know, once you get on the field, I, 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 we, we know once you get on the field, feelings change sometimes. But, you know, for the most part right now, there is not a lot to be upset. There, not a lot. There's nothing to be upset with in terms of the Padres at this point. At this point, 
I mean, they could use some more starting pitching. But. They could, but that's the thing. It's December 9th. They got they got time. They got time. They got what are supposed to do without a DH? They have a DH. I'm just complaining. No <laughs> just complaining for no reason. That's I, I, all. I, I, you, you, you wonder if, you know, this is the... Is this the end for Jerickson Profar here in San Diego? Right? I mean, everything I've seen is Fernando's moving to left. Now, we, we don't know that, but you could assume so, right? Yes. That he's moving to left. Um, is, is, is Jerickson, has he priced himself out or played well enough out of the position in which he could be that depth that we're, you're talking about? Is he going to be too expensive at that depth? I think he'd like to be more expensive. So. <laughs> I, I know he'd like to be more yeah. expensive, right? So I, I, I got to believe Jerickson's not coming back. I, I, I'm willing to accept that. I mean, based on everything that the Padres have added, it's it's you know it's just difficult to have. You can't have everything. I mean, you know, you're going to have to depart with some stuff, and, and and I think you still have to save some. I don't money know to though, but look at look at what we what, what were you we saying about the Dodgers for the last couple of years? Man, they can go to the bench and they can bring off this guy, or they can bring off this guy. Right. I mean, I'm not saying it, it's Jerickson, but I'm certainly saying that there are guys that you could that that fit that same mold. I, I mean, I would like it to be. I mean, what about a, a Will Myers? He he could be. Uh, that type of depth, I think, perfect guy to keep on this roster, right? You know, I mean, he can he's he's shown his versatility at this point. He could play a little first base. Yeah, he can play corner outfield spots. He, he played first played, base great in the he postseason. Did. He was he's fa- he was fabulous. Yeah, um, I agreed. I mean, that's just we just we're just spitballing ideas right now, but um, we're just spending all of Peter Seidler's money, and he was. <laughs> He said to have fun, so we're <laughs> having fun. What, this is exactly what that fun looks like. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to get to break. When we come back, there's been more going on aside from Xander Bogarts coming to San Diego and, and introducing himself. Baseball is still spending money. We'll explain when we return. Here's some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Bogarts, it is uh, 100% official. You heard the press conference right here on 97.3 The Fan. Kicking off the Gwyn and Chris show here on this Friday afternoon. Welcome back to the program. Coming up, our countdown. And uh, every week we count down our top five in a uh, in a different subject. We'll t- let you in on uh, today's countdown. I think it's going to be a good one today. Coming up at the bottom of this hour, a little bit later in the show, we'll have Chris versus the fans. We'll have a big five interview of the week. And uh, we'll also go back to uh, some of the Xander Bogart's press conference. I wanted to get out to the phones, though. Dan, joining us from Boston. I don't know if this means he's uh, he's sad because Xander Bogarts is gone or he's here to tell us what a wonderful shortstop we have just received. Dan, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Go ahead. Okay, I live in San Diego now. I'm not I'm not in Boston right now. I'm more ah, of a you're San Diego now. now. Than I am a, Good. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I love the signing. I have uh, two questions uh, to ask you guys uh, real quick. One's a fantasy football question and one is a Padres possible move acquisition. Okay. Um, We're certainly not experts off, on fantasy football. So <laughs> speak, for <yourself>. <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> Go ahead. I, it's a. It's a. Who should I start? Uh, Dak Prescott or Kyler Murray? Ooh. All right. Give us the other question, and we'll answer it as we go off. Perfect. Um, I know. Uh, obviously, we want to get some starting pitching. Uh, pretty soon. Um, and I, and Corbin Burns was a possibility. Um, I know he's still out there. Do you think, I know the Brewers were thinking about moving, uh, Adams, uh, the Dodgers were interested, uh, at shortstop. Do you think we could possibly move Kim and maybe Grisham for Burns? Oh, and, uh, good question. So, I don't, um, I will, uh, hop off and, uh, All right. answer. Thanks, Thanks Dan. Take my call. Appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Dan. No, I don't think so. Uh, if I was the Brewers, I wouldn't do that. But then again, if I was the Brewers, I wouldn't have traded Josh Hader for uh, Tyler Rogers and uh, Taylor. Taylor Rogers. And uh, the Brewers did that, and the poor general manager ended up losing his job. So you never can't tell. But, no, I think Corbin Burns would be a huge price tag. You'd have to include a star player to get the likes of a Corbin Burns. At least that's my thinking, Tony. I, I mean, I love Kim. I love Grisham. But... Corbin Burns is a game-changing Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, I'll tell you what my uh, ears heard while we were down on and um, in, in, at the at the winter meetings. Winter meetings. One yes. of the things that we heard, well, that I heard, was that the Dodgers' dream scenario is to get uh, Adamus of the Brewers. Okay. Um, there are a ton of teams that thought the Brewers would. 
you know, based on what they've done in the middle of the season and what they've done after the season, uh, that they may be willing to move Corbin Burns and or um, was it uh, Woodruff? Willie Adamas. No. Brandon Woodruff? Yeah. Woodruff. Oh, Woodruff. The, oh, the pitcher. Goodness, both of those both guys. Both of those guys. But as it turns out, from what I heard, uh, Brewers aren't are thinking they're going to hold on to those guys. So uh, Burns doesn't look to be moving. Neither does Woodruff. And, um, you know, in, in terms of, uh, of of shipping Kim and Grisham to Milwaukee for, for Burns, remember, Grisham already came from Milwaukee. Yeah, uh, and so you know, I, I I doubt that they want to revisit that, and nor do I think that's the correct price for a guy of Corbin Burns' stature. Now, in terms of the fantasy question, oh, I was just about to say, in terms of the fantasy question, yes, what do you guys think? I, I would say Dak. I would say Dak because he's playing the Texans. But yeah, that's exactly but why I would say Dak. Here's, I've been listening to my podcast guys. Oh, you know, your podcast guys, and they're saying that uh, Dak may not be the best choice because they may run the ball so much and get so far ahead that they're not going to have to. Who are the, who are the Cardinals playing? The Cardinals are playing the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Patriots got a really good defense. Yeah, I would still go with Dak. He yeah, has the better chance, I think. I would say Dak too. Yards. Chris, what do you think? Well, I would simply go with uh, Kyler Murray because Scraby says Dak. Uh, <laughs> see, see. <laughs> I, I am afraid, but this is me overthinking. I am afraid of the... No, I don't think you're overthinking. I think that happens a lot. Okay. There's no guarantee on how any football game's going to go. I mean, Too maybe sure. Houston will play right with Dallas, but chances are Dallas going to get up three or four touchdowns in this game in the third quarter, and Dak Prescott's either going to come out of the game or he's going to stop throwing altogether. There's no reason to keep piling up the score. Uh, so you would start Murray, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I would start Kyler Murray just because a Kyler Murray can always get me you know points on the ground, and b I think I'm going to get a full sixty minutes out of Kyler Murray because they won't be blowing anybody out. Is They're what not going to blow out the Patriots. Yeah, Chris sold me. Really, I turned you. <sighs> if completely. I had, you know what, this is a really t- on face value, it's not tough, but when you think about it, it's a tough decision. I is the game in, in Foxborough. Uh, the game is in Arizona, which is the one negative because the Cardinals always play awful at home. I, it, They've it, only won like one game at home the last two years. I just, with as bad as the Patriots may seem, their defense is, is That's good. really good. And I don't like putting my – if I have a choice to stay away from Bill Belichick, I usually do. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good idea. I mean, you know Prescott's going to put up some points, right? I mean, he's going to get to Right, two. but how long will he get to put up points how is the question. how long is he going to put them up? You know? So, that's why it's a good question by Dan, and it's a tough tough call. Tough call, Dan. So we didn't give him an answer. Yeah, Dan, well, I don't look, know if that I mean, helped. <laughs> the combined record, all of us are 6-7, and seven, except for Tony, 7-6. and six, So it's not like any of us know what we're talking about. We're giving it our best shot. That's a tough one. I, got a, tough I one. got a chance to... Eliminate Chris from contention and yeah. stat. You know, you do. You can oust me for make, sure. Make Not my way into the playoffs. More important for you is if you oust me, you will clinch a spot in the postseason. See, I so need, I need big for you. I need Chris to oust to to beat you so that I. It There's a chance. My, my lineup is quite weak this week. But I think uh, quite okay. Weak can we talk about week. the? Uh, I hate these the, bye the late week. bye weeks. Oh week, my gosh, week fourteen bye weeks. I'm not talking about fantasy football wise. I'm just thinking that this is crazy. Some teams I'm have talking to go fantasy football three and, three months. I'm getting crushed. <laughs> And I have a, like the Packers and the Bears are off at the same time. That's the worst time for fantasy There's football. There's six teams that are off in week 14 of the NFL season. Very strange. You mentioned the Packers and Bears. The Falcons are off. The Colts, Saints, and uh, Commanders as well. Man. It's the final week of buys. But, yeah, 
It's pretty strange to be this late in the season and having a bye week. Somebody brought up the point earlier. I don't, I, it's a good point, so I doubt it was you, Scraby. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I just throw those I in know, there. I know, I uh, know. But the point was you're so hurt at this point in the season that one bye week isn't going to be enough to get you healthy. Yeah, I think Tony and right. I said it at the same you're time. You're right. That, was, that, that. that wasn't Scraby. That was me. You're we right. said it at the same time, actually. <laughs> you did not. You did not say it. I said it at the same time. <laughs> As Tony was saying it, I was saying it. Dude, at this point in the season, a week is doing nothing for you at yes, this point. Yes, I mean, you're so banged up. Yeah, you don't even get the rest you need. So it's a strange time to have six teams on a bye week, but this is the final week of byes in the National Football League. Do you guys so. think, because um, I've always thought that it would be better and more fair to all the teams if they would have one bye week in the middle of the season and everybody gets their bye week and we move on. Everybody takes one game off at the same time. The NFL will be okay. Oh, going, no, we, we wouldn't be okay, that. though. Are you kidding me? I know we wouldn't. Once the do. season starts, I need a game. I would rather not have uh, to deal with all the buys during fantasy no, football. No, no, that makes no. it more challenging. I don't want a full week of no football. Me neither. We get enough of those weeks. You got to be kidding me with that <laughs> idea, Scraby. You, okay, that's what a are, terrible okay, idea. What about the dumbest thing I've ever what, heard? And that's the even dumbest idea I've dumb. ever heard. What about doing half the teams in like week nine and half the teams in week ten? No, don't like. So you want guys going from week four to week fourteen? I mean, I, I mean, I'm you can you can give six uh six teams bye weeks earlier. You just don't have to wait till this week to do how, it. How is that fair that a team gets a bye week in week four and then has to play all the rest well, of the season? That's the thing is you you hear complaining from teams if they get their bye week like early, too early. You get it if it's too late. So. Find some place in the middle and just kind of yeah. work it out. Typically, uh, bear misinformation. There were no buys in week four. Week this five. Year. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> there were no buys in week five. When did buys start this year? They started in week six. Well, that's what I meant. <laughs> I see. Well, a team Typical in week six has only played five games. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I mean, I didn't call Chris out when he called the guy by the wrong name. So Who you did, did I call though. by the wrong name. You did though. You said Tyler Rogers. Yeah, it, Taylor. You, you just you corrected. Made, but I nicely said Taylor. Me. But you, but you call the bearer of misinformation <laughs> is here again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came well, from. Well, the title fits, Scraby. I, I, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You know what you, you know what Chris has gotten under Scraby's skin. When That's, I do voices. That is, he starts going into these voices. He gets all rankled. He gets all rankled. All right, we've got a break here when we come back. Uh, among other things, uh, we'll catch up on the rest of what's going on in the sports world today. Also, our countdown for this Friday. And uh, stick around. It should be a fun one as uh, Gwen and Chris rolls on. About 30 minutes ago, I told you guys that uh, there was still a lot of money being spent in Major League Baseball. And it's not here believe it or not, but out uh, on the other coast, New York, Brandon Nimmo is a very, very wealthy man. Eight yeah. years, 162? That's what I heard. It's quite a bit of money. I think it's a lot of money for a guy that isn't a ton better than Trent Grisham. Uh, he's a good player. Uh, better than Trent Grisham last year, certainly. But... I mean, I, I just I'm happy with what the Padres are spending on their money on, and I think the Mets got a little desperate here. I mean, I, I don't know. Was somebody else going to offer Brandon Nimmo that kind of money to take him away from the Mets? He had some suitors. Yeah, he had some suitors. I'm pulling up Mr. Nimmo's uh, 
numbers now. Well, you're not going to compare him to Trent Grisham in batting average. I know that. But I mean, that is Grisham part of it. did win a gold glove. So. He did indeed. So, you know, I mean, I, I think Nimmo's better, but not $162 million better. What do you think? I mean, it's a lot of money. It's about it's about place and time. A lot of uh, you know timing, and uh, if you're available to be a free agent, right? I mean, he came up after having a terrific season on a team that won a hundred plus games, on a team uh, that ended up getting knocked out. But he's been uh, pretty solid for the for that ball club. Now you could look at his his plate appearances. This was last year was really the first year he got to play on an everyday basis yeah, or was healthy enough to play on an everyday basis. I'm not sure if he was hurting the other years, but yeah. 18 was, uh, 2018 was the most played appearances he had had in his career prior to this year. Yeah. He had 435 and he had 263 that year. So like, I guess the argument can be made when he's on the field and he's playing, he's productive, at least in that leadoff spot. Yeah. Either way, the Mets get the guy that I think, at least from a fan standpoint in New York, that they all want it back. He returns. Uh, Wilson Contreras was also uh, introduced today as a uh, St. Louis Cardinal, and as I expect, as I suspected, he uh, is very much honored to follow in the footsteps of of what he said was a Hall of Catcher in in Yadier Molina. He's got some big shoes. He's got some big huge to shoes to fill. I yeah. mean, everything he does is going to be compared. Everybody who tries to steal so, a base, Contreras better throw him out. Because that's what, that's what Yadier was that's doing. That's what people think right. happens in St. Louis. Nobody ever steals a base. I got a guy that the Padres could look at. Cody Singa? Well, no. I know we've already discussed the possibility of uh, signing him. Former Philadelphia Phillies ace and Rancher Bernardo High star Cole Hamels is plotting a comeback for 2023. Hamels, 39 years old, hasn't pitched since he made one start for the Atlanta Braves in 2020. He signed late in the 2021 season with the Dodgers, has never pitched for the Dodgers because of arm issues. However, he said he's had three surgeries over the last year to address any lingering injury concerns. Says he's 100% healthy, hitting 87 miles per hour in bullpen sessions. Cole Hamels, of course, was a classic pitcher for the Philadelphia Phillies, helped them win a World Series, and uh, won 163 games in his career, striking out over 2,500 batters. I, I think the question would be, how does he fit? What can he provide? Right. right? He's going to have to prove it to whoever brings him in. Right. But I don't know. It's a name. Worse ideas. It's definitely an option, right? I mean, you never know. You never know. Uh, But you know, I, I, you know, it sound. I mean, my guess is that uh, Senga is going to be the next. I can't think. I mean, Correa is probably the next biggest chip out there in terms of stardom. But in terms of intrigue, Senga is probably the guy that is the next one that you know. From a pitching standpoint, that everybody's paying attention to. And I hate to say it, but we're all going to be disappointed if he doesn't become a Padre. Because <laughs> we talked right. ourselves into the fact that Senga is going to be that next guy the Padres sign. That's another. There's another. That's the other guy we talked about him yesterday. I, we were, MLB Network is on, on our screen up here, and Michael Brantley just popped up. Yeah, you talking we about, a about DH. how good this guy is? Is a DH that's over 300 in his sleep. 
Batting average leaders over the last four seasons, Michael Brantley is fifth in all of baseball, 306. He'd be a nice DH. I, I think he's. I think he'd be a great, great guy. He, he, and, and I think we could afford. It has a job. You took this exactly I what did. I was about to say. You being you on the I'm same page sorry today, man. About that. No, that's don't be really, sorry. That's not nice to do. I should let you finish your sentence. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. I'm just saying that's a good. Another good. There's some. There's some pieces that fit out there that may not be as costly. All right, I'll take Senga and Brantley, and I'll be done. You'll be ready to to, to pack it in for the I'll rest. Be ready of the- to pack it in. That's all I'm asking. Just two more guys. You may I mean, get it's it. the least they can you do. may get it. It's the least they can do since they didn't get me Wilson Contreras. Yeah, because that was that he was high on your wish. He was way up on my list, but Cardinals end up getting him. All right, are we ready? Yes, we're ready for today's countdown. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Going to grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. Oh, sorry. Here we go with the countdown. Uh, what is going on today? I don't know. I think it's. I thought it was Tony's segment. This it hour, was my segment, but I, you know, you took us there, so I just thought I you know. This is now our 97.3 The Fan brought to you by Pfizer. When temperatures drop, COVID-19 cases may rise, Scraby. It's Chris. If you test positive and you're at a high risk. Scraby. Act fast, even if your symptoms feel mild. Ask your provider if an authorized oral treatment could be right for you. Visit TreatCovid19.com. Scraby, you brought it into our world. I did. I did. I can't deny that. I can't deny it. Countdown today going to be their top five favorite sports moments of 2022. So it's our own personal list. Not necessarily what we think are the top moments of 2022. Yes. But our own personal list. Our five favorite moments from 2022. Number five. Tony Gwynn Jr. Oh, we'll lovely. We'll get the leadoff spot today. Uh, number five on my list is the GOAT. Retires and then unretires. Mm. Tom Brady. Oh. Took it to the house. Sat at the house for a little bit. Changed his mind. Cost what? him a marriage. Cost- <laughs> <laughs> I hate to laugh, I but, laugh it, but it's funny. It cost him a marriage. Poor guy. <laughs> That's number five on my list. Maybe what do you got? Okay, my number five has <laughs> something to do with Tom Brady, but uh, there comes some hate. Antonio Brown taking his jersey off and walking oh, off the w- field. That was, that was one of your highlights of the January. year. Huh? 
And it was one of the last weeks of the NFL season, and uh, we all remember that was the the end of Antonio Brown in the NFL when he took off his jersey. You love stuff like that. Yeah, but that's the only one I think it, that you guys will think is a little bit crazy. So, A.B., doing right. his thing. I mean, number five. A.B., doing his thing. <laughs> My number five happened on February the 2nd, and this is important, that it happened on 2-2, right? 22? Well, it happened on February 2nd. 2-2. Desmond Bain wears number 22 for the Memphis Grizzlies. He's a second-year player. He had two assists, two turnovers, two steals, and shot 22% from the floor on February the 2nd. And he also wears number 22. Did I mention that? I found it interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) It is interesting because that stuff doesn't happen ever. No, that's crazy. That is crazy. That is. Number four. MLB and MLBPA come to an agreement on a collective bargaining agreement. Yes. Yes, they did. It was a it was a um, dicey, shall we say? Contentious. Conti- it was definitely contentious. It almost got uh, it almost got a a a wrench thrown in at the end there, right? Because of the whole international draft, it almost like all came apart. Yeah. But they got it together, and boy, did San Diego ever benefit from them coming to that agreement? Yes. In time. Yes. Yes. Although, although in some ways, they were hurt by it. No off days in between, not as many off days in between games once they got to the playoffs, but nevertheless, it was certainly a memorable um, season. Good and bad. You'll hear more later on in my countdown. My number four, Tony hit it on the head. It was the baseball lockout. All I can remember is having to speak for Tony sometimes because he wasn't allowed to comment oh, on the baseball right. lockout. That's right. I had like a, stuff. I had a, what do they call that? A, a gag order. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so Tony and I would talk before the show and he would fill me in on, uh, you know, some of the points that he was seeing. And so that was a crazy time. We've had some crazy times here on we this have. show with the baseball and the, the pandemic and, the pandemic and, and, and oh. discussions. Too many discussions that we have discussed. Yeah. <laughs> Many discussions. We unfortunately had a lot of uh, a lot of sec- segments without Tony because of that. Uh, yes, we, we sure did. Tony would just Problem. sit here. <laughs> yeah, Tony, you got anything? No. All right, <laughs> moving on. Sorry. Number four for me, NCAA tournament. It's always in my top five, pretty much somewhere along the line. Uh, what I remember most this year, obviously, that heartbreaking Aztec loss to Creighton in the first round. St. Peter's was this year's Cinderella, made a run to the Elite Eight, knocked off Kentucky, Murray State, and Purdue along the way. North Carolina made a great Cinderella run from a number eight seed all the way to the national championship game, eliminating Coach K and Duke in the final four before Kansas ultimately took the title. NCAA tournament pretty much always gets in there in the top five somewhere. It's that exciting. It's one of my favorites every year. Number three. Uh, this was a huge story. I don't know if it was my favorite. It definitely wasn't my favorite, but I remember it because I knew it, I, it was just weird the day of, uh, I'll give you the date, August 12th, 2022. I'm in Washington, D.C., and uh, it's just weird. Just like the lineup says, it's not coming out. It's not coming out. It's not coming out. And then we get word that Fernando had been suspended oh, 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 the rest of the season. Uh, due to a failed drug test. That one, um, 
it was just a it was a weird day. I remember Jesse and I just kept going. I was like, man, I know that sometimes they 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 hang on to the lineup forever, but man, it's quite late. And then sure enough, that word came down. Yep, that was a uh, that was a punch to the gut oh. type of day. You and Jesse, you and Jesse broke the news to me on my drive home, and you guys at first I was like, I didn't even enter my mind. I was thinking that maybe he had a setback with his wrist or something like that, but no. I mean, it was it was the last thing I thought. Yeah. Uh, my number three is going into a completely different realm, and it's going to be the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, and Eileen Gu in the controversy that she had all Winter Olympics. She's American, but she wanted to uh, participate in the Olympics as uh, an athlete from China, and it caused a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, there were people mad over here. We had some great discussions on this show about Eileen Gu. And then the whole yeah, Instagram thing where she downloaded a VPN and people in China are like, hey, if I download a VPN, they're going to kill me. And it was just a mess. So I love controversies and messes. And that was one of them. Chris. Number three for me, Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs. Uh, he did it on October the 4th, second to last game of the season. Broke Roger Maris's all-time record. And that... Uh, that set us into the uh, great baseball postseason, which included uh, two of the longest one nothing games ever played in baseball history. Cleveland and Tampa Bay went 15 innings, and then Houston and Seattle beat that. They went 18 innings. Scoreless baseball. Uh, I thought the postseason was extra good this year for Major extra League Baseball. Good. Just, uh, you know, the way they put it together, the seven teams, the wild card series. It must have had something to do with the fact that the Padres were a part of it, but it just seemed like I was really into postseason baseball this year more than usual. Number Number two. Well, I think part of that is because you were here for postseason yeah. baseball. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think that's why, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm usually You're gone. usually gone. Uh, uh, number two on my – is it two? Yeah, we're up to number two. Number two on my list, game three in New York. Padres uh, winning yeah. go-away no, no, fashion. Joe – with the smell me to the Mets <laughs> dugout after they checked his red ears. Uh, I, I'm getting goosebumps like talking about it, but it was it was epic. Padres win 6 nothing, go-away fashion, Musgrove with a gem. Mm-hmm. Is it fair for me to have seen Buck Showalter, I think it was Tuesday, I saw at him the too. baseball winter meetings, he too. was walking and kind of uh, lurking near our broadcast lurking. site. <laughs> and I'm still mad at Buck Showalter for testing Joe Musgrove. I, I just think it was a it was a weak Ooh. move. I wasn't a fan of that. He came to our table. To the, he did. He came to our table. You Who were did? you were in the bathroom. Oh, he he wasn't. Oh, he, he wasn't, wasn't there. there. Tony and he I were sitting there. there. I, I missed it. Came Tony. by and said hello. He did. And he did. Did you tell him to take a flying? <laughs> I, I didn't. I did. <laughs> I didn't. I was actually. I wasn't. Hey, I Buck, wasn't mad at Buck. I was far more lead. mad at Kenny. Uh, yeah, or Brian Kenny. Brian I was Kenny. actually very nervous that Chris was actually going to say something to Brian Kenny because he walked by our booth many, many times. Yeah, I thought I started to, but I thought you know let's be professional. I already gave you my number two. Scraby, what do you got? Oh, it's your right. turn, Scraby. Don't give me the two Sorry. sign like it's my turn. Sorry. My number two, Steph Curry winning finals MVP. He was incredible. 
has nothing to do with me loving the Warriors or, or cheering for the Warriors. It. It just Steph Curry winning the MVP and winning a title on his own was pretty cool. A stamp on their dynasty, too. A stamp on their dynasty, and now they are not... Well, I guess they're 500. Anyway, Chris. Uh, number two for me, Rafael Nadal wins his 21st Grand Slam championship at the Australian Open, follows it up with another record, his 22nd at the French Open. Also in the tennis world, Serena Williams and Roger Federer both retire. I'm a big fan. Mm. I'm a big tennis guy. You guys know that. And those were some highlight moments this year in tennis. That's why. That's why Chris wanted to do this category. He had them all locked down. I had to like work for these ones. Chris only suggests categories that he's strong in. <laughs> Number one on my list. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Bring up something I don't know anything about? <laughs> Maybe top five Pokemon. <laughs> Number one on my list. I'd have to research that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Game four, NLDS, Padres, Dodgers. Padres, uh, they get a win. 5-3, they come back to win that mm. game. And I, and I still remember it, man. It's not often that fans don't move when it's dumping rain. But mm-hmm. I, I literally saw people hugging rain as it was coming down. Like, that was how happy the stadium was. It was honestly like... One of the greatest weeks in San Diego history, I would say. It really was. My number one is going to be the same thing. Not just game four, but the entire playoff stretch for the Padres. I mean, we got to be right in the middle of it. I fortunately was in the clubhouse for two celebrations, which is amazing. And I could never ask for anything else. I mean, that was cool. So You're in rare company, buddy. I am very, very fortunate. I think about that a lot. Chris? Don't think it's possible to pick anything else. Most uh, specifically, though, the bottom of the seventh inning of Game 4 when yeah. the Padres scored those five runs capped by Jake's two-run single sent San Diego into delirium. What a what a what a what a week! What a that week! That was awesome. Oh, man. October fifteenth, by the way, was the date of that fourth game. If you're wondering, a lot of good things happen in October. All right, let's uh, step away, take a break. Four o'clock hour on the way. Chris versus the fans. More going to Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 